from KQED. From KQED Arts, I'm Cy Musiker with The Duelist. And I'm Alon Holt, playwright and associate director at Stanford's Institute for Diversity in the Arts. And now regularly now on The Duelist uh, as a co-host. Thanks for coming back. Of course. Thank you. We're starting with a symphony orchestra doing an updated twist on a classic song by Nina Simone. Alabama's got me so upset. Tennessee made me lose my rest. Everybody knows about Mississippi. Goddamn. And that was Nina Simone's Mississippi Goddamn, reimagined and sung by San Francisco vocalist on the rise, Tossie Long, and her very talented band Elephantine. And Tossie Long will be performing the song with the Oakland Symphony under Michael Morgan, who's always game for anything and always trying to bring in new audiences to uh, the Oakland Symphony. And in this first concert of the new year, he's got a great idea. Morgan has invited W. Kamau Bell, the East Bay comedian and social activist, to curate the program. And curate he does. (laughs) Kamau is showing off his exquisite taste. Kamau pulls from Prince, Jimi Hendrix, John Coltrane, Nina Simone, it's going to be a powerful evening of new takes on classic works. Yeah, I'm backed by this very big band, the Oakland Symphony Orchestra. W. Kamau Bell and special guests join the Oakland Symphony for a concert Friday, January 19th at the Paramount Theater in Oakland. And Kamau Bell will do a stand-up gig at the Punchline in San Francisco, January 29th and 30th. Also in San Francisco and just ahead of a huge film release, Marvel's Black Panther, the Yerba Buena Center for the Arts welcomes the Black Comics Festival, a much-needed intervention in the often racially homogenous world of science fiction, comics, and fantasy. Yeah, this is a great time to be a comic book fan with the successes of all these Marvel and DC characters at the movies and in endless new universes. But it's, it sometimes has been thin pickings for African-American readers and watchers at the movies. Uh, but the Black Comics Festival is coming at a perfect time. It's going to feature some terrific authors and cartoonists. Nettie Okorafor will be there. She's a sci-fi author and the author of a new Black Panther comic book series. Also, John Jennings will be speaking. He's one of the illustrators for I Am Alfonso Jones. This is a terrific graphic novel about the Black Lives Matter movement. And one of my favorite local illustrators, Ajwan Mance. She's a Mills professor, and she's posted this remarkable series of portraits online called A Thousand and One Black men. And again, she'll be at the Black Comics Festival as well. And don't forget, I guess there's cosplay, so a lot of Black Panther Oh, yeah. Black Panther will be hitting theaters uh, February 15th. So geek out at the Black Comics Arts Festival. It's free, so it's a cheap thrill at the San Francisco Public Library and City View at Metreon, January 13th through the 15th, which is Martin Luther King's birthday. And keep that spirit going, because on Monday, the Museum of the African Diaspora, which is right up the street from Yerba Buena, is having a free admission to their wonderful show about Carnival and the Caribbean. And we're always interested in ambitious collaborations in Opera Parallel. That's the little San Francisco company is presenting the world premiere of a new opera inspired by the life of abolitionist Harriet Tubman. What happened to you, girl? You let them hold you back. You let them keep you from being free. But I don't feel free, Miss Harriet. I'm scared to get hurt again. That's a duet from Harriet's spirit about a modern-day middle schooler who learns to stand up to bullies 
with the guidance of the ghost of Harriet Tubman. And the music we're hearing is by San Francisco's Marcus Shelby, the great jazz composer and bassist and band leader, with singer Tiffany Austin playing the part of Harriet Tubman. The libretto is by Roma Olvera, Opera Parallel's education director. And she says one thing that struck her about Harriet Tubman was her courage. How after she escaped to freedom, she returned to the South to free others who were enslaved. One of the lines from her story is that she says, I freed a thousand slaves and I could have freed a thousand more if they only knew they were slaves. So it's up to us to free ourselves in that way and to seek people that can help us do that. That's Opera Parallels, Roma Overa, and the company presents Harriet Spirit with music by Marcus Shelby, January 18th and 20th at the Burial Clay Theater at the African American Art and Culture Complex in San Francisco. This is a, an opera, by the way, for middle schoolers, for, for kids, but also for adults. And Alan and I are both fans of Bay Area playwright Star Finch. She yes. did a show with Campo Santo last year called Home. This is an Afrofuturist play about Oaklanders getting gentrified out of their neighborhoods and moving not just to Antioch, but to Mars, literally to Mars. And now she has a new play developed with Marin's little altar theater called Bondage, which she calls an Afro-surreal tale about a mixed-race American slave. Jeanette Harrison is Alter Theater's artistic director. She says she was just blown away when Finch came into the company's playwright residency program. She may be the smartest person I've ever been in the room together. And her use of language, it's so magical and powerful and simple and eloquent all at the same time. This is a young woman to watch. As a playwright, I so respect Star Finch. She was tasked with the challenge of taking a creative risk and writing something she'd never written before. And you know what size she delivers. Yeah. And quite brilliantly, giving us this haunting piece about betrayal, sex, slavery, and really what it takes to imagine a new and better world for women of color. Alter Theater is presenting Bondage by Star Finch and Cow Pie Bingo, a comedy by Native American playwright Larissa Fasthorse. Those two plays continue in rotation through January 21st at the Costume Shop on Market Street. Now an artist you may have seen and never heard of. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I'll be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the face down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my... That's Kendrick Lamar, but the artist we're talking about is William Pope L. And he made the giant, extra-long American flag with 51 stars that flapped behind Lamar as he sang this song at the 2015 BET Awards. And in some ways, that was among the most conventional of Pope L's work. Sigh. He's also eaten and vomited up copies of the Wall Street Journal. Uh He's tied himself to a bank door and handed out money. He's sold snowballs on the streets of New York City during winter. And my favorite, he has these prints that are just words on paper like, black people are the rain against my windshield or white people are my tears. (laughs) William Pope L., he's a renowned contemporary artist, but he's stirring up just enough controversy to jolt us all awake. Right, and really terrific dry humor uh, when he speaks. Uh, and And he's giving an artist talk on some recent work during a lecture at Stanford University's Oshman Hall. That's on Thursday, January 18th at 5.30 p.m. Music now to warm a winter morning.
That's the song California by the band La Gente. You all know that's the people in Spanish. And this is a terrific San Francisco band that mixes cumbia and reggae and salsa and hip-hop. Uh, just it's intoxicating. We just wanted something cheery to wrap up the show today and to shake up off those post-holiday doldrums. Can we go to that show? That sounds so incredible. See La Gente and Soltron perform Friday the 12th. That's tonight at Slim's in San Francisco. And we have time for a shout-out now. Alon, you go first. Okay, so my shout-out is In the Name of Love, which is a jazz musical tribute to MLK. It plays Sunday at the Scottish Rite Center in Oakland and at 7 p.m., and it features one of my favorite Bay Area vocalists, Jessica Lorel and Marcus Shelby and Tiffany Austin. Yeah, and Daniel Ellsberg is speaking this coming week. He's the analyst who was the original source of the Pentagon Papers, and so he's one of the heroes of the new film, The Post, which is opening soon in theaters about the Washington Post decision to publish the Pentagon Papers after a court had blocked the New York Times from doing that. Ellsberg's just finished a book about the dangers of nuclear Armageddon, and he'll be talking about it at the Mechanics Institute Library in San Francisco, Thursday. Thursday, January 18th at 6 p.m. Thanks so much, Alon Holt, for co-hosting the show. And thanks, Cy, for having me. We post details on all the shows we mentioned at kqed.org slash arts and pick up our podcast at all the usual hotspots. And, Alon, how do we follow you on social? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Alon Moon. I'm Cy Musiker. Follow me on Twitter at CyrusKQED. KQED. <laughs>